Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. We had a bit of a dip in production. Not a lot of these have gone out since the launch of Forsaken. Some of that's because I was grinding to get raid ready. Some of that's because I didn't stream for a week and a half because I had my appendix out. It was the worst appendix the doctor had ever seen, and it was ruptured, and recovery was slow. And I'm feeling about 90, 80, 90%, almost back to normal. We will do Q&A after this. If you guys want to submit questions, use the question command in chat. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live, twitch.tv slash say no to rage to be part of these conversations and these discussions. This will be a review of the Last Wish raid. I did complete it in time for the jacket. We were one of like only five or six teams to get to Riven within the first 24 hours. Within 14 hours, we got there. Uh, We were one of the very few teams to get that far, but we had life situations preventing us from even making an attempt, but we did get it done before the Tuesday time frame for the jacket. So I did want to give you my thoughts on the raid. Uh, As with all of my talks, this is going to be broken into three parts. First, we're going to talk about overall, just going to kind of give a flyover of the raid, my thoughts on it overall. Then I want to talk about the leveling that led up to it, because there is, you know, there is some criticism here and there about the scaling and what, you know, how people thought it should have been done whenever it launched 10 days after the launch of the content of the DLC, the Forsaken DLC. Um, And at the end, I want to talk about the philosophy shift, because there is no prestige and there has been a bit of a philosophy shift at Bungie for endgame content for a while that I've been talking about, and it is, in my opinion, kind of come full circle, and we're going to talk about that today. So first, let's just talk about overall. Mechanically and thematically, I think the raid is perfect. Uh, I can't really fault any of the encounters design-wise. I can't fault any of the, just the theme and the feel of the raid, everything about it is right on the money. It feels like a Destiny raid. It really puts Leviathan to shame. It really puts Leviathan to shame uh, in a lot of ways. And so I think overall, you know, when you look at the theme and the mechanics, it is a very, very strong raid. The blend of mechanics, intensity, and required DPS is probably the best blend that we've ever gotten out of all the raids created making it, in my opinion, the best raid that Bungie has made to date. Um, It's a very, very good blend. It's not so stuck in one rut, like Wrath was very, very different than King's Fall. You know, they were were very different raids. One was more, you know, intensity DPS driven. The other was more mechanically driven. This is a very, very good blend of a lot of what Bungie has learned about raid design over the years, and I think it made for what feels like to me a perfect raid experience uh, top to bottom making it again the best raid that they've made to date the setting and the tone feels like a god killing raid it does once again bring back that oryx feel uh, that we are indeed killing killing a god which is a good it's a good feeling you don't want to play a raid and feel like we did in leviathan which it just kind of felt like a game show Uh, And I wasn't really a fan of how Leviathan, even how it ended, you know, we really weren't even fighting Kallus. And I think that's cool for storytelling, but I don't think that's good for the experience of the Raiders to feel like they really didn't, you know, actually do anything. Uh, So 
overall, those are my overall thoughts. So, you know, just flying over the theme, the mechanics, the DPS, what's required of you, the intensity, uh, the, the, the setting, the tone, how it feels like we kill a god. We basically save the freaking world uh, from uh, this giant dragon. Uh, I love I love this raid very very much, but I am gonna have you know some criticism now as we shift to the second part of the talk, which is leveling. Uh, a lot of folks took issue with the the scaling. Uh, most of the difficulty in this raid came from delta scaling. We were too weak for a lot of the encounters, and that was the primary driver of difficulty. And a lot of people took issue with that. A lot of people took issue with that. That is not really where I think the fundamental issue lies. And I think a lot of people are kind of missing the mark. Thank you, Rehab Animal, for 11 months of subs. I am going to turn alerts off. I usually have them off for the opening uh, the opening segment. We'll turn alerts back on for Q&A. So I, I, so I think people are kind of missing the mark with their criticism. I do think the leveling was an issue, but I think people are coming at it from the wrong angle. The primary problem with the leveling and the scaling and the delta wasn't that we were too weak. It's okay, I think, to have some gear check. It's okay that, you know, maybe by the time you get to the second to the last or the last encounter, you kind of feel like, wow, we're not quite strong enough yet. They did that with Oryx. They definitely did that with Wrath of the Machine. And they certainly did that with Crota. But I, I, I think the problem was the leveling leading up to the raid. Uh, I feel like that was the biggest cause of frustration for me because we got to the second encounter and I was underleveled. I played an unnatural amount of time. An unnatural amount of time. Just a, like constantly on 16-hour days. You know, very, very long, very long, long... Uh, amount of time put into the game and we got to the second encounter and I was under leveled. Now the issue here is the RNG way that leveling works. There's levels of RNG with when you turn stuff in. So today we've had great RNG. Every armor piece I've needed, I've gotten. It's like, all right, I need a helmet. All right, I need gauntlets. All right, I need a chest piece. And I got those. When you need those armor pieces to drop and you don't get them, and you instead get, you know, guns, that can be of a major point of frustration. Because then you're 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 getting items that don't do anything uh, for your leveling and it leads to it leads to a lot of frustration. It has a ripple effect. And how I want to kind of encapsulate it is uh, RNG led to equal efforts resulting in different results. So there were people that got into the sixties that had arguably probably a significantly easier time with certain elements uh of the raid there were there were pieces of it that would have been significantly easier for them because they got into the 60s and then obviously any drops they got throughout the raid potentially got them into new deltas to make other other sections uh even easier that translates into pretty significant advantages in the world's first raid based not on effort and skill but based purely on rng Uh, i got the one week the week leading up to the raid i got 10 bad drops in a row and you have to understand the ripple effect that has on your leveling you're going to be constantly shortchanged the rest of the week because those bumps that i needed to get shortchanged 
the rest of my potential drops that week as I then pass things down to my other characters at lower levels when, you know, they could have been much higher. And the guy next to me could put in the same amount of time, get good RNG, get good drops, and be significantly farther along in the leveling than I was. So my issue with the raid coming out 10 days after launch was that if you're going to give us a difficult way to level, it should have been based on, you know, time and energy with maybe a few, you know, maybe some RNG affecting it. I'm not I don't want to take away RNG completely because when you need a pair of gloves and you get a pair of gloves, it's pretty exciting. If it's just mid- literally like transactional like every time you need gloves, you get gloves, you know, if it's if it's too smart, you take away some of that excitement. And that's not a good thing. You don't want to make it just a pure transaction of time. But you also don't want to have it be that as frustrating as it was uh, for many of us where we put in the same amount of time as others and we were at, you know, a distinct disadvantage uh, in the raid compared to other teams and it was based purely on luck. So that's my major point of criticism. The raid itself is designed perfectly. Once you get into the 60s, the raid is far more manageable and far more enjoyable, and then you can just kind of master the mechanics and enjoy yourself with your team instead of feeling like, you know, the most mundane, most run-of-the-mill ads are, are, are making you, you know, constantly absolute. Uh, not because you're a bad player, but because the rate of fire, you know, that the ads, you know, red bar ads shoot at is very, very fast because they're weak, and when they're so much significantly stronger than they're designed for, then you know, you're dealing with you're dealing with scaling that kind of undoes itself. It's like, well, this guy can shoot really fast because he's normally very, very weak, and he's not weak now because of delta scaling, and so they're able to make you a lot weaker, a lot faster than they should be, and so design kind of falls on its head a little bit. Um, and nobody is getting the people right now are playing blind well and the people getting the anathema are not killing the servants so the servant can just kind of you know, make light work of us on the uh, on the platform so uh, finally I want to talk about the end here the philosophy shift now what I've been talking about with the leveling is in some respects related to the philosophy shift at Bungie and I've been commentating on the endgame philosophy shift for a while since Prestige Leviathan, Prestige Raid Layers and Solstice of Heroes there's been a pretty significant philosophy shift at Bungie for how the endgame should look and feel um, I've been disagreeing with their endgame philosophy since Prestige Leviathan I think making something hard because you make the player weak is an incredibly And I don't like using the term lazy a lot because I don't think Bungie is lazy, but I think a philosophy that says we're going to make endgame content hard by making the player weak, I think that philosophy, not the work ethic, not the time put in, but the philosophy is lazy. Uh, There's a lot less creativity needed. There's a lot less effort and energy needed in, in dynamics, in mechanics, and in in the way that you interact with the boss and the ads and the mechanics. You don't have to do any any of that. You just make people weak, and then that's why it's hard. So Prestige Leviathan, I think, was terrible. Uh, I think Solstice of Heroes at a ground level was poorly designed because everything was just shredding you. It's like, we're going to celebrate one year of Destiny 2 by taking you back into campaign missions and making you incredibly weak and die really, really fast. And the... 
prestige raid layers were also really stupid because all of the hard work that you did to get really good guns and good loadouts and good armor builds that you liked, uh, all of that gets kind of turned on its head when you require people to run loadouts that are basically garbage. Uh, and then that's again, that's where the challenge come from. The challenge comes from making the players weak. Now I say all that to say this. I think their philosophy shift has come full circle and is in a much better place now. And I want to defend their endgame philosophy that they have finally arrived at. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> They've arrived at an endgame philosophy for Last Wish that I actually am in strong agreement with. And as someone in chat is saying, you're going to die a lot is not the favorite thing to hear from Bungie, right? Like, we're just going to kill you a lot because you're weak. So, the the philosophy they have now, and this is going to touch down on the fact that there is no there is no prestige version of Last Wish. And a lot of people were upset by that. But I really want to echo some of the things I saw on Twitter where people were like, you know, Prestige Leviathan and Prestige Raid Layers were not enjoyable content anyway. So doing that to the Last Wish would probably not be the best approach. Last Wish, as it's set up right now, is a really good encounter. Now, part of me feels like they could have taken the King's Fall approach, and they could have built hard and then dialed back for normal. I think that's why King's Fall Raid was so, in some respects, so beautifully built, because of that, that like, applied pressure when you went to hard mode. Light Eater Knights, Unstable Light, you know, the, the War Priest absorbing powers from the stones. Like, there were things they did... To, to ramp it up to the harder difficulty that I felt made the the spectrum of difficulty shift in King's Fall probably one of the better shifts. But given what they did with a lot of the raid, you know, re- the, the layers in Leviathan leading up to uh, the release of Last Wish, I fully support their decision to not do that again and to instead say we're going to just have a very, very creative way of making things more difficult with challenges. I think it's a far better uh, way to do things because then again, that's create creative. That requires you to do specific things. That requires you to overcome unique challenges instead of just, well, everything's really strong and now you're weak. So I fully support and endorse their decision to shift away from that and to not have a prestige version of the Last Wish raid. Uh, I think that is the right call and I want to defend that. The, The lack of prestige is a shift towards unique challenges, which I think better caters towards endgame players. Endgame players don't want to just have this idea of like, well, everything's really hard and everything's really strong and you're not. Like, I feel like endgame players like challenges. That's why they do speed runs. Uh, that's why they do, you know, unique runs, maybe where they use only certain weapons. You know, people are doing stuff with the with the Rat King and people are doing stuff with the... Uh, uh, you know, the only using edge transit, stuff like this. This is what endgame players really, really live for. They don't live for, you know, adding a couple zeros and ones uh, to the enemy's health bar. So I fully support this decision to dramatically shift away from this idea that we're just going to make everything really, really difficult. So 
overall to sum things up before we transition to Q&A overall I think this is the best raid that uh, Bungie has designed and I think that at the end of the day their new approach for endgame and challenges and the the unique ways you can play Last Wish with Petra's run and the different challenges for the bosses is far far better uh, than their previous approaches to endgame leading up to this point. So I believe the game has gone through a very, very good metamorphosis. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or YouTube, this did go a little bit long, but I really wanted to articulate a lot of different things about the raid. Uh, if you're doing and listening in those areas, you can always tune in live, twitch.tv slash rage and take part of these Q&A sessions. And as always, I appreciate you watching or listening to my content. Please like, share, and subscribe.